Welcome to Growing and Grace Together. I'm Joel Brizaki. Now, it's been a while since I've done a Growing and Grace Together program. Uh, this is kind of a supplemental podcast to the Growing and Grace podcast that I do with my friend Mike Kapler. That's a weekly podcast that airs at growingandgrace.org. And something different that I like to do, I like to find out what's going on in kind of the grace community, what's going on out there, find out some resources, find out things that uh, people are doing that might be beneficial to the Growing in Grace listeners. And today with me, I've got Lucas Miles, and I've known Lucas uh, for a little bit, you know, a year or two, I suppose. And Lucas, uh, you are with the uh, Oasis Grace Association, is that right? Is that what it's called? Yes, it's actually uh, it's actually kind of a compilation of organizations. We have the Oasis Network for Churches as the parent group, and then uh, the Oasis Grace Association is is one of our additional ministries. Oh, okay. Good to be here. Yeah, it's gr- good, really good to have you with me. I've um, kind of have thought about different people who I'd like to have conversations with, and you've always been on my mind, and so I was glad that we got together for this. So Absolutely. How, so how how would you? No, I'm dis- happy to connect. You bet, you bet. It's really wonderful. So I just kind of wondered, how would you, if you were to describe the the mission, the purpose, uh, maybe some of the activities of what you do, how would you describe that? You know, we actually got started as a church planning organization, and that was our main focus and, and thrust. And, you know, we've certainly all heard a lot of, you know, Barna statistics and things on the importance of church planning, and, and we still really believe those things. But, um, you know, probably about... Uh, man, probably about uh, uh, maybe about six, seven years ago now, uh, we had a pretty big shift, and we were sharing the grace message prior to that. But we really, uh, it was kind of with. Um, I'm the second. Uh, I'm the second uh, president of the network. So our founder had started it really on this church planning concept. And about the time that I took over, I just really felt like the Lord was saying, you know, what this this thing has to be focused on the message of grace as a center point. And church planning then just became one of the expressions through which we get the message out. And so really, you know, at the end of the day, everything that we do, and there's a lot of stuff that happens within the Oasis Network, but everything that we do is centered on, you know, just sharing grace with the world. All right. So so church planning, is that something that you do? Uh, I know that you are based in Indiana. Now, are there yes. churches uh, you, other in other places around the world, around the country, or how's that coming, coming yeah, together? Yeah, absolutely. We have... Uh, you know, we have about 20 churches right now and growing uh, that are part of the Oasis Network. That's different than the Oasis Grace Association. There's actually more that are part of the association level, and I can talk about that here in a minute. But the, as far as our network churches, churches that kind of take on that Oasis branding, if you will, uh, we have five in the U.S. We have two in Florida. We have uh, one in Ohio, one in Michigan, and then my church in Indiana. So I spend my time kind of uh, pastoring here locally in Granger, Indiana. It's in northern Indiana. Um, and then also, uh, you know, kind of um, travel, you know, for our network. So our church is pretty gracious uh, here locally to let me let me kind of spend a lot of my time away. Uh, so I'm on the road quite a bit. And then we have about uh, about 15 churches internationally. Uh, we're actually working on a couple new plants. Um, uh, we've launched in um, in Malaysia. We have a church there wow. called Oasis Grace Malaysia. Uh, we're we're very saturated in Kenya. Um, Uganda, we're working on a plant in Tanzania, uh, we have several churches in Mexico, and we're working on uh, targeting a particular city in South Sudan right now. So uh, it's been pretty exciting just seeing the message go forth, and that's just one of the ways in which we you know, kind of share grace is through church planning, but certainly uh, there's a need for those churches, and you know, we get requests every single day of, hey, is there a church near us that's sharing this message? 
you know, as I know a lot of other people, you know, hear that as well. All right. Now, kind of a, a, a side question here. I know a lot of people these days seem to be, and, and this is unfortunate, I think, seem to be critical of kind of the whole church organization type of thing. And and I understand that that in churches there's abuse and there's legalism and, you know, people can take Certainly. it the wrong way. But how do you view that then, um, you know, knowing that you're planting churches, you, you're building churches, and I think that's a wonderful thing. How would you respond to those who are, who are kind of critical of the whole uh, church system thing? You know, I think a lot of what's happening today, and we speak out, of the, out about this quite a bit, you know, so I appreciate a question like this, is, you know, it's essentially, it's essentially, I think, a response of immaturity, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, in this disguise of, you know, um, uh, you know, being this, this high spiritual concept of, you know, real grace doesn't need any organization, and real grace has no structure, and real grace, you know, is just this organic thing. And, you know, the kingdom of God, what most people don't understand is a both-and kingdom. You know, it's possible to be organic and organized. It's possible to, mm-hmm. you know, um, to have, you know, strong leaders and a great structure. Ryan Rufus actually in Hong Kong is putting out a, a new book, just released it called After the Revolution. He addresses some of these things really head on, just has some great responses to it. But, you know, we just, our, our church is functioning grace. I mean, it, it's, we found a way to do practical grace on a structured level. Uh, they're They're organized in the sense that, you know, we have Sunday morning services, we, you know, we have life groups, we have opportunities for people to get involved and disturb and do these things. But people know and, and they hear regularly, you know, the, the gospel of grace. They're not doing these things out of obligation. They're not doing these things because they're, they're forced into these systems or they have to, you know, toe the line in order to, you know, have somebody look at them favorably or, you know, any of these things. They do it because they want to. And grace actually produces, you know, um, it produces a desire for, you know, godliness and service and, you know, these, these things, more so than legalism ever should. Right. And I think a lot of what happens is, is what is happening in kind of, uh, if you want to call it these, these kind of grace, um, these kind of subsects of grace is, is really, it's, it's just this elitist response. It's selfishness. It's thinking that because, you know, I have the gospel and, you know, um, everybody else, you know, they can fend for themselves or something. If you want to get the gospel out, the, mo- the best way to do it is to organize yourselves. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, you know, without getting too political here, there's a lot of political groups, you know, specifically in the States right now, but certainly, you know, you could look at groups around the world or even terrorist organizations that understand that organization is the key to advancing their cause. Right. And it's, I think it's really sad that, that those within the grace community are, are kind of, you know, uh, really rejecting, you know, organization, because it's really just a ploy of the enemy to, to stifle the message. And long term, we'll never be able to reach people unless we work together and unless we organize. Uh, so I think that's hugely important. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I mean, the, you know, the body is a unit. We are, you know, Christ's body is is made up of not just one person, not just a couple people. It is made up of lots of people, and 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 it's based upon relationships. And, and the whole getting together in grace is basically about a body getting together, organizing, and you know, like you say, getting the message out. And I know that you know some people where they're upset or where you know they've been hurt in the church or abused and things like that. And, and I I understand that because I know that. Well, here's the thing. You know when. 
two or people when two or more people are gathered together in Jesus name there he is in the midst of them and i understand too that when two or more people are gathered together there's the chance that it can get messy but <laughs> right absolutely but, but what grace can do i think in all of that is to to help the people help people to to grow together it's it really is to me about growing together that's one of the reasons why i call this this particular podcast growing in grace together is because it's about people growing together and not just kind of secluding yourself. So, so that was kind of a side question. I didn't really mean to get into that, but I thought no, no you'd problem. be the person asking about I, let me, Joel, let me just toss this out. We have a resource called, um, it's called post-traumatic church disorder. Uh-huh. And we kind of coined this, this, uh, uh, this, this phrase or this label. And I think there's a lot of people who are, have experienced a lot of hurt in the church, like what you're saying, and there's the danger of throwing the baby out with the bathwater, mm-hmm. you know, sort of analogy here. And so, um, you know, if people hear this title, post-traumatic church disorder, you know, and just all the time I hear, man, I got that, you know, and they don't <laughs> want to step foot in the church again because they've been beat up so bad. And so it's, it's, a, uh, it, it's a series where I, I just kind of share my story, went through some pretty terrible things in traditional church, have a real passion to see church done differently, to have it function in grace, and I believe that we, there's a way that we can do that and still have some structure in our organization and forward motion and, and those things. So if that's something that somebody's interested, they can certainly go to our website and check that out. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's good to hear about that. And, and speaking of that, you're, what is the website that they can go to and, and get some uh, resources yeah, it's such as we're that? Actually, we're, we're prepping on launching a new site here probably in the next uh, 30 to 60 days at the longest. Um, but the, the current site is always, and the same, it'll have the same address domain. Uh, it's oasenet.org. So it's O-A-S-N-E-T.org, and that's just short for the Oasis Network. Okay, that's good. And I'll repeat that towards the end again, just in case somebody missed that. Uh, uh, conferences, the Oasis Grace Conference. Now, that's there mm-hmm. is, is there uh, one of these coming up, or, or do you have several of these, or how does that work? No, there's one coming up. Um, we've done some roundtable events, uh, kind of geographically in different parts of the country that are that are kind of one day, you know, just experiences and things. But um, really what, what everything's kind of gearing up towards is this October event. So this is our third year doing the event. Uh, the last two years it was underneath the name, the North American Grace uh, Conference. And we wanted, we, we had so many people coming in internationally and things for this. We didn't want to just label it, uh, you know, by a specific continent. So we've changed the name to the Oasis Grace Conference. And it's part of kind of a broader Oasis Grace Association, which is a, uh, which is really, um, you know, kind of a free uh, association of churches that, that partner together to you know, accomplish more together than they could on their own. And um, our this this year's conference is in October. It's October second through the fourth. And you know, we we take um, we take kind of a, a um, unique approach to this. Our goal, you know, you go to a lot of conferences and you have you know four main speakers and they're you know these big names and everybody's coming in there to hear them. And this event isn't really about that. This event is about, you know, really working together. And really what you said, I mean, that's why I love your podcast is, you know, growing together. And so what we do is we bring in and we give, you know, we give who we feel are, are you know, um, you know, just, just really just all-star local leaders, you know, within the Grace community, you know, all around the U.S. and even around the world. We have different guys that come in. We give them opportunity to share what they're doing, to share on particular themes, and so it's it's thirty it's thirty minute sessions, and we just you know we call them basically lightning rounds, and so we give opportunity for these guys to get up there and share their hearts. And then you know we certainly have you know our guys that are you know that are are really you know kind of leading the charge in some ways that we give some more time to. 
but we try to allow as many people to share as possible each year. And you know, it's a great opportunity to network, to get connected, to share about your particular ministry, share about ways that guys can get connected with what you're doing. And then you know, there's just a, a, yeah, the sessions are awesome. Worship is awesome. We have Joanna Beasley, who's a former American Idol um, semifinalist, uh, leading mm-hmm. worship this year. She does a lot of stuff with the Oasis Network. Uh, we also have Katie Gustafson, who's a worship leader out of Nashville. Um, a few other people coming in as well. Uh, this year, we're we're excited to host um, Keith Hudson. Katie's Katie, most people know him as Katie Perry's dad. Um, right. He's been a pastor for uh, for years, and um, you know he's he's probably a little bit outside of what you and I would know as the Grace Movement, uh, in the sense that you know he might not have all the same verbiage as you know say some of these other guys, but he is without a doubt teaching a you know God loves you and just overcoming your past. You know, message, and so we're bringing him in. He's actually going to be doing the evening sessions, so we'll have some of our our part of the the network that'll be sharing during the day, and then at night he'll be doing a lot more outreach with the community for our larger worship events at night. So it's it's just a kind of a multifaceted event, a lot of fun. You know, we have some more speakers we'll be announcing soon. But you know, Scott Hayes, Clinton Byers, uh, James Wood, and myself, got a few others that uh, we'll be releasing here as soon as I get, you know. Um, Okay's from all of them. In the past, we've had, you know, Jim Richards in. Uh, Andrew Womack has shared uh, a video typically with us every single year, recorded a piece for them last year. So just a lot of great information, a lot of great, you know, fellowship. And, you know, as far as I know, it's, it's, one, of the, it's one of the largest kind of grace movement events as far as having, having you know, this many different ministries represented in one, in one place. Right. That really does sound like a, a really great gathering together of people and, and speakers and music and everything. I can understand how someone would just have a really great time doing that. Now, where, where is this going to be? It's October 2nd through 4th this yes, year, October 2015. 2nd through the 4th. Um, we're actually, if you can hear, you might hear some strange noises in the back of this podcast. i got construction going on behind me. But uh, <laughs> it's going to be in our uh, newly renovated building here. So um, it's in Granger, Indiana, October 2nd through the 4th. And we'll have registration and everything live on our website here um, soon. And so people can keep checking that back. They can also follow me on, you know, at, at Lucas Miles on Twitter for posts on this or on my Facebook account. And, uh, you know, we'll keep them updated on registration. So uh, it's it's a low-cost event. We, we have, you know, host families available on first-come, first-served uh, first basis. You know, for people, so it's it's really just about getting people together more than anything, and just you know, really how do we how do we partner to see this message go out to the world? Oh man, that's wonderful! So I, I do hope people will check that out again. It's oasnet.org, uh, o a s n e t dot org. That's where they can get all the information for the conference and everything else. Is that right? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, there's a lot of ways for people to connect with us. Even beyond this, we do we do everything from uh, talent management to um, life coaching is kind of a way in which we reach people that don't know they need disciples. Um, we have kind of our church planning arm. Uh, we're working on a few TV concepts right now just to share the message of grace a little bit louder. And, and so I think, uh, you know, really something for everybody in terms of, you know, their interests and their giftings to be able to connect with us. Now, did I just see on your uh, Facebook the other day your, your wife said something about you were writing a book? Yeah, I do. I have a, I have a book that will be released in uh, hopefully yet this year um, called Good God. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I probably can't say too much about it yet, but it's, it's, um, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be powerful. I'm really excited. It's been something we've been working on for a while and really kind of tackling a lot of the, uh, um, uh, just the, the evidence, if you will, that this world or religion in the past has, 
has used to, um, you know, kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, say that God is a certain way or that he has a certain perspective or certain attitude. And, you know, at the end of the day, it really creates a picture of God that's not too unlike the 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 Greek gods of old or, or you know, even our Santa Claus might be better than the God that religion, you know, paints a picture of most days. And so, you know, really just trying to, you know, use this as a way just to show people God's better than you think he is and, you know, trying to pull back some of those religious, you know, thoughts and ideas to to reveal, you know, just the, just the true reality of who he is, just his goodness. Yeah, that, that would be a great read. I really do hope that that... Uh gets out there as soon as we can as soon as you can get it out there because knowing the goodness of god knowing that he's a good god that's something that a lot of people struggle with they don't really understand that they don't know that Uh, they know god they know the words grace and mercy and things like that but to to really know him as good and that he's for them and not against them that's the type of thing that a lot of people are missing out on even people who've been in the church all their lives and so anytime something like that can come out I'm, i get excited about that stuff so yeah it's a lot of, you know you when and this is some things that tackle in the book but you know as you start talking to people about the goodness of god they always have the you know what about job what about Ananias and sapphira you know what about this you know it's just, just one thing after another that they toss out and you know what i've really tried to do is create a resource kind of all in one place where where people can go and, and, and see, you know, the character of God, you know, um, you know, expose and kind of work through, you know, through Scripture and, um, you know, just something that you could, you know, that you know, some, of the, some of the resources that we see come out within kind of the grace revolution here, if you don't, if you're not really into grace, it's really hard to read. You know, it's really hard to pick up because, you know, I mean, you know, let's face it, grace can sound cult-like at times, you know, where, we have our own language, we have our own verbiage, and it's it's hard for people sometimes in the world who haven't ever approached the church before or, you know, haven't ever approached this message before. It's sometimes there's, we create obstacles without even knowing it. And so really what I've tried to do is create a book that you could give to anybody and kind of walk them through this journey where there's not really, they don't have to have any sort of preset knowledge or, you know, opinion. And I, I call it kind of theology. You know, it, it's really practical theology in that way. So... Um, but it really designed to just try to help people, you know, walk through, you know, in knowing God and knowing who he is. So, um, but yeah, that's something they can certainly check out. And then we're working on a new uh, magazine launch. Uh, PDF uh, version should be coming out soon, and we're going to be sending copies to churches as well. It's called 8 by 10 A Picture of Grace, and it's going to be just an expression of the Grace Association. And so that'll be something, it'll just be, you know, available free PDFs, you know, online and articles, teachings, and, you know, opportunities for for more connection in there as well. So, uh, you know, got a lot of things happening. It's, it's been exciting just seeing this message go forth. And, man, um, as far as we know, uh, you know, right now we're the only church planting, grace-oriented church planting organization in the world. And I hope I'm wrong. I always tell people on that, but we just haven't <laughs> seen anybody else really organizing this message in this way as far as church planting goes. And so, you know, we welcome just anybody that's excited about getting this out and being part of this. Man, hit us up, connect with us. You know, we'll explore ways that we can get involved together and work together, and you know, we're we try to be as accessible as possible. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, because I I just like you, I don't know of any other um, church planning, you know, grace based church planning organization or anything like what you're talking about. Like you say, I understand what you're saying. You hope you're wrong because the hope would be that there'd be more things like this. Out yeah, there. I, I hope there's dozens of them I've never heard of. 
Yeah, exactly. But uh, at least you're doing it, and uh, that's the that's the wonderful thing because so many people need to hear this grace message and get connected with other people who are building one another up in the grace and the unconditional love of God. And so I'm really excited about uh, what you're doing, and I really do appreciate you taking the time with me to and uh, to talk these things out and to to let people know what you're up to and what's out there, what resources are available for them. Again. Oasnet.org, O-A-S-N-E-T.org, and uh, Lucas Miles. Man, I really appreciate connecting with you today. It's been really wonderful. Joel, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show, and uh, hope to uh, be back here soon. All right, you bet. You take care, Lucas, and this is Joel Brzezinski, Growing in Grace together at growingandgrace.org.